Independent grind powered by Tech Nine. Joining us live in studio here at Strange Music Headquarters, we got two guests today. We got Kai Colors and Mike. How you guys doing? I'm doing good. I go by two times. Mike two times. Two times. I was gonna ask you if you have a. <laughs> yeah, that's my stage name. Um. So how did you guys uh, get linked up together? That's my best friend. Oh yeah. Yeah, my yeah. brother. Since eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, he actually came. He was at a school I, I was at. Hogan. Well, first he was in at what history? Hickman. Uh, Hickman. I went to Hickman Mills. School yeah, he history. went to Hickman Mills and then uh, moved and then came to Hogan where I was at. The start of the next semester, the second semester. Yeah, second semester of eighth grade. grade. And, and I really started rapping, like took music serious. Yeah. And I seen that he wanted to rap, and I was like, let's just go ahead and do it together. Yeah, how'd you guys, I was going to ask, like, how'd you get into it? Did one of you, like, really start, like, hey, we should do this? Or was it sort of just a natural? Well, first, I I mean, like, before I came to Hickman, I mean, not, not Hickman, uh, okay. before I moved to Hogan and met Mike, uh, I was already kind of, like, doing music, like, months prior, a couple months prior to it. So, um, I, what really drove me to take music seriously was, um, I didn't make the football team or the basketball team. Well, I made the football team, but, like, I was, like, cutting up in school. So my mom was like, you can't play no more. And I couldn't play anyway because my grades. And then I tried out for the basketball team. We didn't make the basketball team. And then, like, I was just, like, outside of school getting into trouble. So I felt I had to find something. I didn't feel like I feel like I didn't have no purpose, so mm-hmm. then I felt like maybe I could try out this music stuff. Cause I've been rapping my whole life, but uh, taking it serious, like let's go ahead and do this. I need to make this a thing for me. That's when that happened. When was like that was like uh, winter? I it was like winter time, twenty fourteen, I believe, twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen. So yeah. Did it feel any different, like, playing sports and stuff? Like, I played sports and everything, but then once, like, I never made music, but once I sort of got into, like, the cultures, I was like, oh, I feel much more at home here. Like, yeah. did, did you feel any difference between, like, when you were playing sports and versus music? Yes, I was like, I'm never playing another sport again. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did eventually try to play sports again, but, no, nah, when I, it was like, uh, what, sophomore year? Yeah. Sophomore year, no, I played basketball. You did play on the basketball Yeah, team. I made a JV basketball team. <laughs> yeah. I played two games and I quit. <laughs> yeah, no cap. I was like, "What am I doing?" So, did you start? Um, did you start? So, Mike, you started rap. You were like, he said, like, oh, I saw Mike. You're like rap, so I wanted to produce for him. Or what was the relationship uh, there? It was actually like I I was known always as the rapper, like around school, throughout middle school, and everything, like even in elementary school and stuff. Like I just always used to be the one to be freestyling like on some fun stuff so i was known as mike the rapper mike two times the rapper but i had never been in the studio never did nothing like that so when i linked up with Ka, it was almost like everything just fell right into place like we was cool off the jump like turned into my best friend real mm-hmm. quick we actually got in the studio yeah he uh had some beats he had a beat called uh he had a beat he did Nah, you didn't even I produce didn't even do, that one. Cause I didn't yeah, start making beats to that, that summer. Yeah. So when I met Mike, we found a YouTube beat. Yeah, we was still <laughs> rapping on YouTube beats. I yeah. made. I started making beats that summer though. How'd you get into to starting to produce? Um. Well, my cousins, my cousin and my uncle, they would make beats. I see them doing that growing up. The beats. 
I didn't know how to make it, but I like play on the software because I was a kid. I didn't know what it was, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I do know this one software where I could make a beat, make beats. And I got tired of looking for beats on YouTube because it's like it's very like a time consuming because right. you listening to everything and you. I st- it still became time consuming when I started making beats because I still didn't know what I was doing. I was still learning, but. It felt better to rap on my own beats, you know. Yeah, I was gonna ask you like how. So did you start just producing, or were you kind of rapping on the side too, or like? My main thing was rapping. Okay. I was learning how to make beats, so nobody rapped on my beats until I didn't start putting out music to where I was rapping on my beats until my sophomore year of high school. Do you feel more comfortable in one or the other? Like, do you feel more, like, do you still feel like, like, I feel like sometimes rappers do both, but they feel more comfortable with one, like, is Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I would say this, I, I get praised for both sides, but, cause it's like, you know, I've been rapping for so long, it's like, it's just in me mm-hmm. to, like, rap, like, I, I consider myself a pretty good rapper, you know, so, that's just in me, and I love to do it, but, you know, the production is more like a... I feel like it tastes more uh, thought than it would, than I would writing, mm-hmm. you know, because when I'm writing, it's more so based off of feeling. I mean, sort of, kind of for the production side too, but more like when the writing is like, okay, mm-hmm. this is about me. This isn't about what's hot or like I don't base my beats off what's hot, but it's like sonically what what sounds right. good you know yeah i saw you got uh linked up with g watts recently he's sort of like back on the on the grind um yes and i'm curious like for you how'd you get linked up with him and then also what's it like producing for somebody else versus like yourself okay so we can start with the g watts uh g that's my big brother yeah Gone. shout out g yeah shout out to g watts cavie in the house <laughs> uh so G, he approached me as if he was like a fan, mm-hmm. you know, and I never really had like no no grown man come up to me saying that he liked my music, like he felt it mm-hmm. on a on that type of level. So I I was like I appreciate that because I mean, and at the time I didn't even listen to I never even heard of G, you mm-hmm. know, because I was I was in high school I was listening to younger cats, you know, G he not older. <laughs> But he's There's like, like rap he game older and then age group. Yeah. <laughs> a young OG. A young yeah. OG. He in a whole nother age group, you know. So uh but then I mean me and G it wasn't even about the music at at that time, you know, like we were just hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. got closer and that's like that was like my big brother. That that is my big mm-hmm. brother. Like I could bring him around my family and feel comfortable. Like Mike. Yeah. You know. So, but then, um, but yes, I am a part of the Caviar uh, Music Group. So, and I, I've been a member for two years. So, but like, he never approached me like, "You want to be a part of Caviar?" Right. That's just my big brother, you know. I came to him like, "Let me, let me join." Mm-hmm. Did you Did you have beats for him in mind, or like, were you? I guess like, what's that? Then the second part of that was like, what's it like producing for somebody else over your own stuff? Like, do I have some for him? Yeah, like, did you make did those I in mind with him? Or, like, because I'm imagining when you're, like, making beats by yourself and you're rapping over your own stuff, like, it's your very, th- you're, like, thinking like you, like you, but when you got to make beats for somebody else, like, is it a different process for you? Here's what I do. This is what I do. So, 
I mean, I'm not a beat maker. I'm a producer. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a difference between the two. I like to get the song done more so than finishing a beat. So I'll probably make like a like a eight bar to twelve bar loop, and then see if I I make. That's how I make my beats. I start them off, and then I show them to the artist like how that sound. If I feel like that that matches what they got going on. And then if I hear them over it or if they feel like they start freestyling, you know, we just vibing, listening to my mm-hmm. beats, whatever I got. Now I'm like, okay, we could build a song around this. And um, that's really how the song come come together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, it's cool. I think, like, you guys obviously have a chemistry and, like, working with Caviar and stuff. Like, it's yeah. cool because coming to KC, I didn't really know anything about it, but, it, like, I feel like so often it's like, oh, you got to go to New York or LA, but it's cool. What's cool about KC is like, there's so many artists who so many different things and they all seem to find like, find your, like find each other. So what's that like being able to have like guys like Mike or guys like G or these like, you know, the caviar family to like work with. What's it like? Yeah. I mean, it's just like another, just another day. Mm -hmm. It feels good though. Cause uh, for this past year, I guess I've been working more outside of the, the camp. You know, working with other artists. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, it, it feels better doing it for the homies mm-hmm. than, you know, just just people yeah. that I'm cool with, you know. Yeah. So I'd rather do that every day mm-hmm. than just <laughs> just be like, yo, I got some beats. Or yeah. somebody come to me like, yo, let's work. And the thing about me, I don't, I don't. I don't like collaborating. Mm-hmm. You know, chemistry big. Yeah, chemistry like, is important. That matter. And then the the type of morale we got on our team that matters too. So it's like if it if it just click instantly, we can make it. We can make the it's endless. Yeah, you endless. know, yeah, yeah. it just doesn't stop. So, mm-hmm. but when I'm working with another artist, you know, it's like okay, I gotta get to know you. I gotta see what you what yeah. you want to do or what you. Patience too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it's just like you two, like you guys work together a lot, obviously. Like, what's that like in the studio? To have, like, are you guys just throwing things back and forth with each other, or how do you how do you create stuff together? Uh, most of the time it's like we bounce off each other, we feed off each other. Yeah, that's when the best work come out. I might send, I may, it may be like I might send him a beat mm-hmm. if I finish something. I'll be like, how that sound? If you like it, you like it, or. He mm-hmm. don't. He, he don't. He just don't touch it. <laughs> you know. But it's it's best. We make our best music when we in the same room together. Mm-hmm. So it's like we get the the song done that day, or we get the idea out that day. Mm-hmm. You know. Touchdown yeah. always my favorite one. To yeah, we. To. I got this song I produced one called Touchdown, and I feel like that's what started the whole the way we create together yeah so i'm like that's our thing we gotta be in the same room together even though it took what three four years yeah it took three four (laughs) years to get like how we gonna do this because it's like every time we we in the studio we play around picky when you you an artist bro you picky yeah when you care about the art you picky like the work process so tell me about nights and like what made that one like if you say you're picky like how'd you know that was the right one or like why'd you release it at the time you did okay so um nice um the beat we can start with the beat because that's what i did first uh, at the time i had a girlfriend she was like show me how you make a beat <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay 
So I, I started messing around. Then like the first beat I made, I was like delete. It was like it took me like four four more beats. So I was like, I might could do something with this. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I don't know. She thought the beat was boring, but I guess she fell asleep. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep on some of the beats. Too. <laughs> it ain't that they boring. It's just you know you did yeah. so long. Yeah, it's yeah. not like people always yeah. think like the studio. And he really so picky too. Like yeah. so, the, the littlest thing. Yeah, going back and restarting the whole. Yeah, and I think people think it's like super glamorous and stuff, but yeah. like or like being in the studio. Nah. It's like no, you're just doing the same thing over and nah. over. <laughs> I, people be like, "Can I come to the studio with you?" I'm like, "Sure," but it's, yeah, you're gonna yeah. be bored though. You're gonna be bored. <laughs> Uh, but I like I like nights because it has that like like bounce and like it's a cool beat. But yeah. then like you get real honest and like like when you start listening to the lyrics, you're like oh shit! Like mm-hmm. so, how would you? I guess that that decision to like go because to me I would just heard it and like my I don't work like a rapper, so my brain is like oh this beat has a lot of bounce. Let me make like a party track to it. But you sort of like opened up on that. Like how did you? What inspired that track and like what made you want to get those words out? Um. Well, I'm gonna go back to the beat. I guess it was the chords mm-hmm. that I pick, picked out that made me like feel like that was setting the atmosphere for mm-hmm. the song. So then, when it came down to the writing, I was like, I just had the chorus, and it's crazy because uh, the chorus was inspired by this Travis Scott song called "Impossible." It was like nice like this, nice like this, but I I guess I sped it up, mm-hmm. put it in a different key. Like it was nice like this, nice like this, and then I wasn't even thinking about the song at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's where I got that from. But then I, it turned into something else. I kept saying that though, and then the hook. I had the hook at first, and then when I got to the uh, the verse, I was like, you know, let me be a little more personal than I usually would be in my songs. Because mm-hmm. everything would be like, uh, it'd be like everything going on around me. But what's going on with me, mm-hmm. like, you know? So I was like, let me, get, let me get some personal stuff down, get some weight off my shoulders. Yeah. What's that like to be that personal on a track? Like, I imagine it's like hard to like sort of like. Oh, really I shed open. a couple of tears writing that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, it's kind of relieving. Yeah. Like, like I, it felt good to get that out, and then to share it with other people. I had people come to me saying like that song like affected them, mm-hmm. and like it touched them. <clears throat> so that's really like, I'm like that's the best feeling in the world. If all my songs could do that, mm-hmm. I'm doing something right. So, and plus the beat, I love that beat. Mm-hmm. It's just the drums. I love it. The bass line. Yeah. You the, mentioned uh, Travis Scott. I want to ask you because I saw House Party. And I was like, oh, like it has all those throwback vibes to it. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm curious. But I know you're like a young cat, so I was like, what? I wonder what his influences are. You mentioned Travis Scott. Like, do you do you have those more modern influences, or do you go back to that like I'll old '90s back. style? It's not even '90s. It's not even based off the '90s. Like my my inspirations are. Stevie Wonder, No ID, Jay Z, and I guess you could say Jay Z '90s, but mostly it comes from like 2000s Jay Z, mm-hmm. you know, or or yeah, late '90s, mm-hmm. late '90s hove, and then um, it's him, and then I I would say Travis Scott, you know, one of the influence the way he does his vocals, cause I don't think people like. Like, you know, the older cats, they don't really like, they're not feeling that auto-tune stuff going on right yeah. now. So it's like, 
but I love it. <laughs> I love auto tune. It's like, damn, I can sing. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah it saved my name. life. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't over it. You won't hear me over right. it. Auto tune got me singing now. Yeah. I, I'm not even a singing type of artist for real. Like, that's not my that's not my lane. But yeah, yeah. auto tune is going up right now. When did you when did you first start using auto tune for both of you? Um, first time I used auto tune. I think it was Warning, bro. I got this track called Warning. I used auto tune on the whole song. I was like, yeah, let's, that's. Probably Touchdown the first time I used it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it weird that first time? Because I imagine it's yeah. like, oh, like I can't. Well, I wouldn't say that's my first time using it, but like. Recorded with like. Recording it like, that's how the song going to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that weird to like. Oh, like singing you're like how is this gonna work like because i imagine like especially like mike at you first, said like you've never sang before yeah, like at first when you hear it it's like you hear the you hear the rough version first and then you throw the auto tune on it and then you got to tweak the auto tune to make it sound good because yeah. i could be sounding off key then a motherfucker then <laughs> he come back and bring the bring the uh auto tune back around you know mm -hmm. yeah sound good <laughs> so i'm like fuck we gonna go from here but i i try not to i try not to Make it like to where all my songs now is gonna be out of tune because that's not who I am. That's yeah. not, that's not my, that's not how I create. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that balance is important. Like sometimes I think artists like can overuse it, but like when yeah. it's used right, like it yeah. really not. <laughs> like I got a song right now I'm working on called uh, "Same Thing," and Jakai keep listening to it, and you know, like he super picky. Mm -hmm. He telling me I need to go back and re-record the the hook, and I agree with him too because, mm -hmm. like like you said, some people can't overuse it. Yeah, that flow I don't gotta want it be, to be right like when you're using yeah. that auto-tune. Yeah. Or it's just gonna sound like a bunch of robot noise. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's, gonna make, it's gonna throw the song off. Word. Well, I'll let you guys get out here soon, but I had a question for you. I saw you were tweeting a lot during the Grammys and like had a lot. <laughs> I'm curious. So I want to know, like we were just talking about it on the show um, Monday, so we're just like recapping. I want to know how you feel about the awards. Like specifically, I know you're like a big Nipsey fan. Like, yes. did you think he deserved to win it? Yeah, and, you know, the reason why I favor Nipsey so much is because, you know, that's, like, he's, where he come from, his upbringing, you know. It ain't, I'm not saying, like, it was the same, but it's more relatable than to the other artists that, mm -hmm. I've, that was on the list. Like, Pusha T, I never sold coke in my life. <laughs> right. So, I'm like, yeah. I, I I get it. The song, the song's on there is hard. Like, I, I get what he's saying. I understand it fluently, but it's like... I can't relate to that, you mm -hmm. know, but everything Nipsey talks about is more, you know, universal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it has an uplifting message. I like his whole idea of the marathon, too. Yeah, the marathon campaign, mm -hmm. you know. And that whole, really why why I favor it so much, because I, I personally know somebody that, uh, that was working on the album. He is the executive producer. So that's why I was, like, rooting for him, mm -hmm. you know, like, let's get this win. I was just rooting for him. Shout out to Steve Carlos. Uh, but overall, that's, that album should have won. But respects to Cardi though, because mm -hmm. I love Cardi yeah, B. For sure. I like the I like the new uh, female rappers. I like I like the City Girls. I love the City Girls. Yeah. <laughs> I mess with the City Girls. Yeah, the homies be on my head about that. But then they I hard. know the lyrics and all. Yeah, <laughs> for real, I, I don't recite them, but I know the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know him. If I'm, if I'm with a girl, yeah, like, she gonna turn. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we gonna it. turn her up one time with the city girls. <laughs> that's sure. it. And I actually saw you were like kind of behind, not but like 
you mentioned like a Nipsey Meat collab, and then like all of a sudden, oh, like, yeah, I knew they had a song, but it's old, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, they did. They was on DJ Khaled stuff, but I wasn't listening to that. I'm waiting <laughs> for the the new the the Nipsey and Meek. Mm-hmm. This is our song. We putting it out, you know, like like it's popularized. Yeah, you know, and that was crazy because they responded <laughs> to it. I was like, oh, look what I did. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. I put that in the universe. So. Yeah, you're like, well, if now they, that you're both here, like, let me. Right. <laughs> well, since y'all here, let, go ahead and check out Nights when you get a chance. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing at first. I I kind of think, I don't know. Not not trying to, if somebody else did it, you know, mm. go ahead and do it. But I feel like that kind of stuff corny. Yeah. You know? But somebody, was they was they was kept egging on, like, boy, show them your music. Yeah. And I'm like, they not going to. Yeah, they yeah. I always they think, ain't gonna see it. They got too many notifications. So yeah, I always think there's like a fine line there, like because sometimes you see it, like people read like, oh, now that I got a viral tweet, like here's my SoundCloud, or yeah. like they'll put like their song behind like a thing and attach it to a tweet. Somebody and it's like, yeah, what do you put like, it in a thread? Yeah. yeah. So what are your like? Stra- what are you guys like strategies for like trying to build your fan base and stuff? Because obviously there's like you got to do social media, but there's that balance there. Like, do you have anything like you try to do? You got it first. Love. Mm-hmm. It's genuine love in the city, and people, people fail to look over. Like they really look over that. Like people really coming out to your shows, and you know, and it's if your music's that good, you know, it's probably not in the face of a certain group of people, mm-hmm. or audience in the city. But I bet you, if you get in their face, you get the right song in their face. They ain't gonna have a choice. They ain't gonna have a choice but to love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and. So my thing is I don't really like over overdo it. Like I don't go in people's DM mm-hmm. like check out my song. Yeah. I got I like I got a good support base where it's like they'll they'll show their friends their songs. Mm-hmm. Outside of here I like outside of the city, I understand you gotta spend money like for promotion and stuff. So I get that. Mm-hmm. But as far as like building up a local fan base, it's like just show, show love to your supporters. Mm-hmm. You know, be a part of that community because everybody want to be the star and want to have that celebrity mentality. You know, like um, like feel like they're superior. Yeah. When they get a little buzz, and I'm like, that's not the way. But I'm not gonna. That's that's your personal preference. But me personally, I just do it by love. Mm-hmm. And G taught me that. G taught me that for real. Cause it's like, without them, what are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. You a song in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll let you guys That's get out of here soon, out. but um, I want to let you give you guys both a chance to like plug like anything you got coming up shows, music wise. Like what what do you got cooking? What you got, Mike? Right now we just working on songs. I'm in the studio, putting yeah. a whole bunch of songs together. Uh, I don't want to promise a project, but a project coming. Yeah, and, yeah, that's what we on. Really, just trying to me. It was hard. Well, it's not hard, but it's harder for me because, like, I've been in the music scene, mm-hmm. but I was inconsistent at first. Like, I wasn't dropping music all the time. I'd probably drop a song every year, mm-hmm. a song every six months, or or drop a song and take it off or something like that. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't. I wasn't really. I wasn't really putting in that work. But now I'm putting in that work and it's starting to show. Like, it's gonna be a good year for us. Awesome, man. Well, uh, social wise, working guys, uh, find you. 
You can find me at official Mike Two X on everything. That's O F F I C I A L M I K E number two letter X. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I feel like you've that's done that before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's my first time doing that. I'm glad I breezed through it. You see, I closed my eyes to spell official. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm currently working on a project titled Juvenile. The whole concept behind it, it's like, you know, our our subconscious. Like, it could be immature at times, so that's why I chose the... Uh, so everything on there is going to be, you know, it's going to be fun, mm-hmm. but it's going to be immature. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very childish to a certain extent. But I'm a, you know, you know me, I'm going to still get to the... Swag on it. Get deep in it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be special. Nights is going to be on there. Awesome. For sure. Um... Shows, I will not be doing any shows until the project is released, and the, the release is expected in May. Mm-hmm. We don't have a you know solidified date. Uh, what else I got coming up? Um, shows for me, if they got a bag for me, I'll come. Yeah, I'll if they if they spend yeah. in a decent amount of money, then <laughs> I may reconsider. Yeah, mm-hmm. but as far as right now, I'm not doing any shows. I'm not. I'm not doing no features. <laughs> Album mode. No beats. I'm not selling beats. This is we locked in. Cool. I'm all in with my my piece of work, caviar, and that's it. Awesome. And socials? Social, you can find me at Kai Colors. That's K Y E C O L O R S. Awesome. Well thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, thanks thank for coming you. Thank you. This is a beautiful building. Yeah. I would just like to let that be known. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. You're locked in to Independent Grind on Dash Radio. Tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern for the latest hip-hop news, music, and interviews. Independent Grind only on Dash Radio, baby. Tech 9!